We begin this morning some of the laws of Berachot regarding Ikar and Tafel, where one is eating two foods, but one of them is considered Ikar primary, and one of them is considered Tafel secondary. So now the question has to be analyzed on which item does one make the Beracha, and what are some of the rules that uh, bonify Ikar and Tafel. So we read straight from Hazon from Hakam Vadya Sefer and Al-Khut Berachot on Dafresh Peheh. We write in Halakha Alif, Kol Shu Ikar Ve'imot Tefela, Mevarech Ala Ikar Upoter Et Tefela. So that's the general rule, that's the way Maran says it in Siman Resh Dalit as well. When there's the Ikar and Tafel, you make the Berachah and the Ikar, and the Tefela is covered automatically. <coughs> so the Hakam says, What's the case? So he writes, Ketzad, Kegon lefet o keruv. You have a vegetable, let's say. Shibishelo, you cooked it. Ve'irev boksat ehad mehameshit mine dagan kedel ledabeko. Well, you put some flour in the mixture, but you didn't put the flour for satiation purposes. You didn't put the flour in there because you want it to be, uh, uh, to fill you up. But the purpose of putting the flour was as a binding agent. Just to cause the, of vegetables to let's say to stick to each other, so the rule over there is that the kemah, the flour which would normally make it a mizonot, in this case it's not considered ikad. It's really a secondary serving the vegetables, and therefore he writes shekol davar shemearbin dabek any item that you add to the recipe that's a binding agent or kideli ten to give it a smell or a fragrance, or to give it a certain color, and therefore, it's an interesting case, when a person's eating uh, uh, vegetables that have in it some sort of uh, 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 flour ingredient in there, so the person has to know exactly what is the reason why they put the flour in there. If it's the bek, it's just for consistency, or it's to make it uh, stick to each other, then the halakha is that the flour becomes secondary, and the vegetable remains primary, and what makes the berachan the primary? Vechen, tevshil oriz, shemearbin bo basalat imo. Because you have rice, and you have little pieces of meat in the rice. Now, the purpose of putting the rice and the meat together is that the meat gives a little flavor to the rice. Talacha says, for several reasons, you make the mizonot on the rice. Number one, because if you're looking at it the way we just explained it, that the rice is the ikar, and the meat is to give flavor to the rice. That's why you mix it together. So the rice is the ikar. Furthermore, <coughs> if the rice is the rov, if the majority of the mixture is rice, so then that's one way to calculate what's considered ikar and what's considered tafel. Where is the majority? So if the majority of the mixture is rice, and you have little pieces of meat, or for that matter, carrots, or different type of vegetables that are mixed in the rice itself, and the rice is the majority, so the beracha is made on the orez, and it's poter, the basar, or the yerek, that is with it. But let's say this guy wants to eat the meat first alone. He doesn't want to have it as a mixture. So now the question is, what does he do? He's going to intend to have it with rice after, but first he wants to eat the meat alone. So hakam writes, v'afapichen, im rotzeh le'echol et ha-basar Yivarech alav she'akol ve'yuchrenu 
Veshuv yevarek borem menem zonot ala ores. Or similarly, let's say the guy, when he sits down to eat, he wants to eat vegetables alone first. He doesn't want to have it mixed. So the halakha says, the tzrikar for him, he wants to have plain vegetables. So if we would make a borem priyadama on the vegetable, then when he comes to eat the rice, <coughs> he would make a borem menem zonot. So that's the first case, just the opening for ikar and tafil. Our question today discussing one specific question, the food that we have uh, accustomed to eat on Shabbatot, which we call mahshi, or that the food that they call yabra. Now, what is the mahshi or the yabra? Basically, you're taking, let's say, an eggplant, uh, that's on the outside, and it's stuffed with meat and rice. So now the question is, what's the ikar, what's the tafil? Or a yabra, where you're taking a grape leaf, and you're filling it up with meat and rice again. What's the ikar, what's the tafel? Is it the grape leaf, the eggplant, some people stuff onions, or other type of vegetables, potatoes? So how do you judge in such a case? So he brings down Achab of on page Resh Pechet, from a Gaon, Rabbi Shaul Katsin Besefer Pri Tzaddik, that writes, the ikar in these items is the stuffing. And that's the general rule that you have to remember when you're eating these items. And therefore, the outside is just to hold the stuffing. But it's not the ikar. And that's the way But it really depends. What's the stuffing? So if the majority of the stuffing is rice, depending on the recipe that uh, you're using, then of course on the yabra or on the mahshi, the beracha would be assuming that you didn't make the tilat and wash bread. We're talking about when you're eating it alone. But let's say a person's recipe is calls for more meat in the stuffing than rice. So the darov is basar. So the basar becomes the ikar, and the rice becomes the tafel, and therefore one would make a shakol niyabit baro. So we just said two rules over here when it comes to these items. Number one, you look at the stuffing. And number two, you have to know how much consistency of rice and how much consistency of uh, meat is in the stuffing. 